to episode 6 of Human Seeking Human. This is a podcast where I read personal ads in old newspapers to look into the ways people were searching for love. Before we get started, I do want to tell you that this is a very exciting episode. Something happened that uh, the odds of it happening were slim to none. I thought it might happen one day, but not after just five episodes. You'll see what I mean once I get to our third segment, Textual Encounters. But for now, let's get into Alex's dream date. This is a special one for me, uh, because uh, today when I'm recording, and the day before this releasing, is actually World Vegan Day. And for those who don't know, some of you already know, but I am in fact vegan. I've been vegan for almost one year now. Uh, Never planning to stop being vegan either, so it's something that's really uh, important to me ethically. So I figured I'd highlight that. Uh, this week. Uh, And I actually have a couple of ads uh, from the town I live in, Los Angeles, California. These are from the LA Weekly, both on October 26th, 1995. Progressive, single black female, 31, cute, athletic, vegan, activist lawyer, loves beach volleyball, cats, movies, outdoors, in search of soulmate, 27 to 35, Seeking Refuge from the Right. This might be the first ad that I've read in Alex's Dream Date that seriously would be a dream date. <laughs> I, I, I can't totally remember, but I, I know most of the time I'm joking. But um, yeah, a, a vegan activist lawyer? Sign me up. Are you kidding me? Um, and I love cats, too. I, I, I love dogs, but I think I'm a cat person. I grew up with cats mainly and uh, had a cat of my own still wondering whether i want to uh adopt another cat one day uh depends on if my emotional state can handle it (laughs) uh for now for now i i need to work on taking care of myself all right let's get into our next one vegan beauty single jewish female 32 musical articulate passionate kind seeks single jewish male vegan or propensity towards veganism Grounded, sexy, good-hearted, bright, strong, and attractive. I obviously picked these because they mentioned veganism, uh, but for the second one, what I really liked was that they mentioned, uh, or propensity towards veganism. That's something that actually is important to me in my personal life now. Um, It's become such a big part of my life that I would find it difficult to date someone who wouldn't at least try to see things my way in in that regard. Yeah, because I I feel very strongly about it. That's something I've been working on for myself is really valuing my beliefs and valuing uh, my wants, uh, whether it's when it comes to a relationship or anything else. For example, I wasn't sure if I'd mentioned it on this show because I didn't know how people would take it or how they'd respond. But I realized, hey, something that's really important to me, it's a big part of my life. And honestly, I'm proud of being vegan. So I would encourage you all to take yourself seriously in life and trust in yourself and your values and do your best not to settle for things just because of outside pressures. With that, it's time to mingle. We've got ready to mingle. This is where I read the best of the rest of personal ads. Uh, And these, I have three of them. These are from the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, Fort Worth, Texas, December 3rd, 1993. User-friendly. This early 50s model is compatible with most units. 5'4", attractive, green eyes, red hair, professional. 
seeks equally adaptable modem, age 49 to 60, who can dance, socialize, has no known viruses, and likes life out of the fast track. Outdated programs discouraged. Only desire a current growth pattern to access possible future programming together. <laughs> I'm going to be 100% honest here. I have no idea what the heck's going on here. I, I think, I assume this is talking about computers. It mentions modems. It mentions viruses. <laughs> mentions programs at first when i read 50s model i thought okay it's another one of those car ones but then the rest is very computer based and then at the end it says desire current growth pattern to access possible future programming you know what i don't know what's going on but what what this makes me realize is this person was really smart about this they put this ad out there and i personally wouldn't respond to this because i have no idea what's going on but the people who do get it the people who this clicks with, I think they'd be a good match. I think this makes sense. It was a very smart move. Here's the next one. Help! My mom needs a friend. She's tall, five foot nine, heavy set, fifty-five years young, divorced white female, non-smoker, light drinker, professional with weekdays off, enjoys all normal fifties things. I'm between a couple things. Either one, the mom wrote this, and this was their way of saying, hey, I have a child. Or a child actually wrote this and somehow was able to describe their mom in this way. I kind of doubt that second one. But what makes me include that as a possibility is how at the end it says, enjoys all normal 50s things. That seems like such a little kid or a young kid thing to say. Like, what does your mom do? Oh, you know, 50s things, what 50-year-olds do. Either way, I thought this was a pretty cute ad. Now to the next one. If you don't like Star Trek, don't call. Divorced white female, 32, mother of three, seeking fun-loving gentlemen. Must like kids and animals. Hey, this is someone, and I say this a lot, but this is someone who knows what they want. And they're not taking any crap for anyone. If you don't like Star Trek, don't even bother. And I respect that a lot because if you have something that you're that passionate about, why wouldn't you want to be with somebody who shares that passion or at least can respect the passion? You're not, you don't want to be with someone who's going to judge you or look at you differently for what you enjoy. And that's something I, I'm bringing it up again, but the whole veganism thing, I can't imagine being with someone who doesn't respect that part of my life because it's such a big part of my life. But my point is, why bother settling? You know what you love. You know what you're passionate about. You know what's important to you. Find someone who, at the very least, respects those values, but ideally shares the same values as you. And now for the big reveal. What I hinted at at the beginning of the episode, something wild happened. Last week, I read the following ad. Bespectacled fellow. Fence menders. Jay's upstairs. You, dark-haired hipster boy. Me, tall brunette staring at you. I want you. Lose the short, boring girlfriend and experience a real woman. That was from the Missoula Independent, Missoula, Montana, March 18th, 1999. After that episode aired, I received a DM on Twitter from someone claiming to be the person who wrote that ad. I was, of course, skeptical because, you know, anyone can just claim that. But they said, hey, 
I'll email you more information so that you can judge for yourself whether or not it was actually me. And sure enough, I 100% believe that the person who wrote that ad is this, the person who reached out to me. And this is very early in the show. Five episodes in. And I stumble upon an ad, happen to read it, and one of my listeners happens to be the person who wrote it. I thought maybe one day someone would hear something and be like, oh, I think I know the person who wrote this. Like maybe, maybe months down the line, over a year down the line, but not within the first five episodes. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to read their perspective. They wrote me an email with their side of the story, what their thought process was, etc. I've changed all the names in the story to keep everyone anonymous. So here's the story. I was 25 at the time, in college at University of Montana, and I went out pretty much every night. I'm the shyest, most awkward person, autistic too, yay, and I hated going out, but I was so lonely. And my type was nerdy-looking guys who weren't actual nerds, because it was important to me that they at least liked cool music and books. I'd only recently learned they were called hipsters. I saw this squirrely-looking cute guy at Jay's upstairs, which was basically a dive bar that had indie rock and punk shows every night. I haven't been in Missoula since May 31st, 1999, so not sure if it's still open. And his girlfriend was not dancing, and she looked about 14 years old. No excuse, I should not have cut down another woman no matter what. Anyway, the guy kept looking at me, and I was looking back at him, and we smiled a few times. I don't remember writing the misconnection ad, but I strongly suspect I went home, three blocks from the club, at 2am, drunk, and immediately sent it into the paper from the mailbox in front of my apartment building, because if I'd slept on it, I would have had second thoughts. My friend Caitlin told me the next day that the boy was named Paul, and he was dating a girl she was friends with, named Juliet. They both knew it was directed at them. I'm sure I saw them around town after the ad was printed, but I never interacted with either of them. And although I have no recollection of this now, Caitlin told me that a decade ago, I told her that I looked up Paul and Juliet online and they were married. So let's call that a happy ending. I am so sorry, Juliet, and sorry also to Paul, honestly. I'm sure if Juliet was anxious about it, it made his life worse in some small way. The funny thing is that I have terrible self-esteem and have never considered myself a, quote, real woman, not even now, and I'm practically elderly. So, I want to, first of all, applaud you for writing in and telling your side of the story. I cannot imagine how that must have felt to be listening and then, boom, hearing something that you wrote 21 years ago, read for strangers to hear i can't imagine that and i know we've emailed about this but i do want to reiterate that i hope you didn't feel any shame from me reading your ad or how i reacted to it because like i've said this podcast is about celebrating people who are putting themselves out there you put yourself out there in your own bold way and now you're doing it once again by writing in to me so thank you and thank you for giving us our first update on how people are doing. That's amazing. We <laughs> we found out that at least 10 years ago or so, those two ended up being married. So we have an update. That actually makes me really happy. So yes, thank you so much for writing in. Uh, this, is, this has been wild. I don't know how to describe the feeling of getting that DM 
because I would say my heart sunk, but it wasn't this dread. It was more like, is this really happening? What? So I can't even, and I can't even imagine how you felt hearing your own words read back to you years later. But yes, thank you again. Uh, this was a very exciting connection. And the fact that this happened so early gives me hope that down the line, we'll get more updates and we'll have some more fascinating coincidences like this. It is now time for our honest ad where I read ads sent in by you to my email, humanseekinghuman at gmail.com about what you're searching for. I actually have two this week, both from the same person. They included a silly one and a serious one. I'm going to read the silly one first. It is a couple days after Halloween, but I think this still fits. So here we go. Woman seeking massive Halloween skeleton. Five foot nine woman seeking 12 foot yard skeleton for companionship and protection. I saw you online and you haven't left my mind since. Please reach out. I love you. (laughs) For those who don't know, that was a thing this year that was being sold. I want to say at Home Depot, an actual 12 foot tall skeleton that you could put in your yard. (laughs) Uh, you know what? I really hope you ended up finding your skeleton. You sent this in a little over a month ago. So who knows what happened in the past month. But fingers crossed you got your companionship that you were looking for. And now to the more serious one. I'm sorry I called. I know you called that one silly in your email. So I called it silly. But I think it's valid of you. Hey, if you want that 12 foot tall skeleton for companionship and protection... You you do you. You get it. You get it. You deserve it. Here we go. Uh, this is the more, ser- the more serious one. Woman seeking balance. I'm sure many people can agree that this year has been emotionally taxing. On one hand, we're facing a global pandemic, a tough economy, a worsening global climate, and a tense election year. On the other hand, me and my loved ones are safe and healthy. I have a job and I have much to be grateful for. How do I acknowledge both and stay informed, but positive? I need to find balance between gratitude, acceptance of uncertainty, vigilance, and action. But how? I'm seeking this balance, and if I find it, I'm happy to share the secret. I hope you find that secret too. And I hope you do share it. Uh, that is very relatable, and I'm, I'm sure many of you listeners can agree. One of the main things I can say to that is do your best. Do your best. Take care of those around you. Take care of the world as best you can. Do your civic duty. But most importantly, take care of yourself and just do your best. It's really easy to take on way more than we should, especially with everything going on and the constant barrage of negativity and various stressors. And another thing I'll say is don't be hard on yourself just because you have it better off than other people. Try to give back and try to do what you can for others, of course, but it doesn't help anyone if you put yourself down for having that job still, having your health. I'm not saying that's what you're doing here. I'm just trying to say in general. I remember when I was uh, my most depressed in life, I only made it worse because I kept bringing myself down by looking around me and saying, look how great everything is. What is there to complain about? I have my health. I have my family. Uh, I'm getting a, a great education. I have these opportunities that many people would do anything for. 
and yet I felt like I was squandering it by being depressed. For example, I would skip two weeks of classes and not leave my room because I was too depressed to walk outside. And I would get so down on myself and make things even worse because all I would do is think about how lucky I am and yet I wasn't appreciating what I had. And now in hindsight, I know, hey, I was going through things. I was experiencing my own struggles in my own way. And while, yes, I had it better than so many people around the world, it didn't help those people if I was down on myself. I had to dig myself out of there to be a better person for myself so that I could be a better person for my community and those around me. Thank you for writing in with your ad and anyone else. Again, the email is humanseekinghuman at gmail.com. Write to me about what you're seeking for or just write me to say hi or any suggestions you have for the show. You can also follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at humanseekingpod, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Zandy Schiefer. Thank you so much for being here for episode six. I appreciate each and every one of you, and I will talk to you soon. Until then. Thank you.